We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And this is Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in, let's see, New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt. Now, don't make fun of me. I have two churches, remember? You just have one. I know, I know. I've got it easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can just kind of cut and paste that part from each episode. That way, you won't have to remember. You just... <laughs> True. We'll come in, press play. Oh, we be could, ready to go. We could do like they do on on uh, Thy Strong Word. They have a script. They read a script. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, oh, man. Shit. They're not just improvising like you and I are. <laughs> um, by the way, we didn't. Did we say this is wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics? So here I've got something. We're, we're doing oh, Job. Good. We're doing Job. Uh, but something I was thinking about. I think I finally understand why uh, God didn't allow the Jews to eat pork in the Old Testament. You know, because really? we wrestle with some of these Old Testament well, sure, laws. These but kosher I, laws and, and what they can eat and not eat. Yeah, what, um, I think it all has to do with the fear of God. Because would you not fear a Lord that doesn't allow you to eat bacon? Would that not bring the fear of the Lord <laughs> to know that you couldn't eat bacon? <laughs> And bring then, them to their knees, <laughs> and then then for him to come around and say, "Hey, guess what? I want you to do to become one of my uh, people. You need to get circumcised." Oh, there you go. That would break. I think that's what it does. It strikes the fear of the Lord into you. <laughs> <laughs> circumcision's bad enough, but no bacon. On no top of bacon that. on top of it. Oh, yeah, because you know you can get over the circumcision thing, but your whole life without, without bacon? bacon. Imagine a life without bacon. bacon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, aren't you glad that we live in the New Testament times? Yes, I know. <laughs> All the bacon you can eat. All the bacon you can eat, <laughs> and don't have to get circumcised if you if you don't want to. So, um, well, anyway, now let's get back to our subject, which <laughs> circumcision and bacon. That's Happy right. Saturday morning, everyone. <laughs> oh, there you go. Now you're working again, Matt. I don't know what's what's going on. Uh, so, tell us, to, where do you want to go with with Job? So, the last time we were talking about, we were talking about how Job had all of these blessings, and the devil came and said, "Well, sure, he loves you, God, because you've." You've, you've put a hedge around him. He doesn't have any problems, but take this stuff away from him, and then we'll see whether he really believes in you or not. Yeah, we kind of got... Remember, if we have regular listeners, if you were listening last week, we kind of just got so excited about this that we went about 30 seconds yeah. over time. <laughs> That's right. But now, we're watching the clock today. We're watching the clock. Yeah. So uh, we're back on track, and like John pointed out, uh, we kind of left with, with Satan speaking with God, which is a pretty amazing scene when you think about it. Uh, but he's speaking to God there, and uh, Satan makes this accusation against Job that the only reason that Job, Job is faithful, that he trusts in the Lord, is because God's been good to him. Um, so um, God allows Satan to, to to mess with Job, basically. Here's the words. Behold, all that he has is in your hand. Only against him do not stretch out your hand. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Yeah. You know, so we, I think where we ended up last week is we talked about how, in a sense, Job is being tested here. Yes, yeah. But, but we started to talk about how, really, Satan's being tested here, too. Yeah. Is, is Satan's accusation really right or not? And we'll see how it plays out. 
the other thing I think is, is important to keep in mind here, too, is um, we don't want to give Satan too much credit. So as, yeah. as the Lord allows Satan to do this, we also keep in mind that, that promise from Jesus, right? That no one can snatch us out of his hand. And so this idea that if Satan cannot snatch Job out of the hands of God, you know, Job's secure there. But, boy, he can sure make his life miserable, as we'll see. You know, that's a good point, too, because you're wondering, well, how could God allow Satan to do this? But see, God understands that, that there is literally, as you said, maybe it is a temptation of Satan, because Satan apparently thinks he actually can uh, bring Job over to the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but and, you know, but yeah. that just can't happen. Yes. God knows that. That just cannot happen. No matter what happens, that will not happen. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You think you can do this, Satan? Okay. Well, let's see what happens. And now you've got my mind thinking, because I never thought about this before. Maybe the whole point of this, though, is to show that's true, not because of Job. That if it actually was left up to Job, that could very well might have happened. He might have gone over to the dark side, mm-hmm. but it won't happen because God won't allow it to happen. Yeah, because God's the one in control. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll, well yeah. see. We're, we're gonna. Yeah, and I, I think that this idea too that you know all of us would be subject to all of this this temptation yeah. from Satan if it wasn't for the Lord. Oh yeah, guarding, yeah. protecting us. We, we think about that. We we pray. Like in Luther's morning prayer, let your holy angel be with us, that the evil foe may have no power over us. We pray in the Lord's Prayer, uh, deliver us from evil, from the evil one, really. Uh, what if we didn't pray those prayers? What, what if God didn't hear those prayers? What if God really didn't send his holy angels to be with us? Or what if he didn't guard and defend us against the evil one? Where would we be? And we think of all the times in our lives where the Lord has done just that, curbed Satan, held him back, sent his holy angels, and maybe we didn't even realize it. And you know what, Matt? I think that's the problem. That is actually what is going through. If you go through a day and you don't have any really problems, that's because God has been protecting you from the very beginning to the very end. That was all entirely by the grace of God. But what happens is when we don't have problems, we actually start taking that for granted. Or maybe even worse, we begin to think it is because we're pretty decent people, right? We're not doing anything bad. No wonder life is going good for us, see? Which, of course, that's not true at all. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's that's the rest of the book of Job, really. Yeah. When you think about it, because... We're jumping ahead a little, but Job's friends are going to come, and they're going to give some terrible advice. And that's exactly their advice, that if things are going well, you must be doing you must be doing pretty well as a person. You're a good moral person. If things are going bad, well, then you must have done something wrong. And it's just up to you to figure out what you did wrong, correct it, and then, yeah, God's going to start blessing and again. And that's pretty much the pattern of life, then, is as long as you do good, then good things will happen to you. If bad things are happening, then obviously there's something you need to correct. Well, it makes sense. I mean, that, that well, logically to it us, does. it makes sense. But yet God is so much greater than that and so much more gracious than that, too, in our lives. And, you know, I, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but there's something very profound that Job says towards the end of his book just about that and about God. But we'll save that for a later time. Where did you want to go from here? This is your baby, actually. Well, yeah, well, what got uh, us on this subject was yeah. we were talking about that, that beautiful hymn. Uh, I know I, that my <laughs> Redeemer lives. This is just a taste, and it's not coming up. We're going to have the entire musical version of Wrestling with the Basics. That's just a taste of what that might be like. This is a little warning of what that <laughs> might be like more than anything. <laughs> so, yes, that, that beloved hymn uh, that the, we looked at a little yeah. bit last week. Um, and I know that my Redeemer lives, as, as we just heard Jolly John sing. Uh, what comfort this sweet sentence gives. He lives, he lives, who once what was dead. What comfort ever- this <laughs> sweet sentence. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, I'm yeah. sorry. Beautiful. 
So, uh, where do those words come from? Well, not just from Samuel Medley, the writer of that hymn, but from Job. And that's what we're building up to, too, is the, the background leading up to Job's really confession of faith yep. and his Redeemer here in the book of Job. But we're not there yet. We're not right. there yet. So, let's, let's keep going with chapter 1. And okay. so, Satan goes out from the presence of the Lord. And like you pointed out, God says, all he has is in your hand. And here's what Satan does. If you want to read, uh, begin with verse 13. Let's go and read that. Boy, this is hard. This is tough stuff. Oh, I know. But try to imagine if you were Job and in this situation. Now, there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And there came a messenger to Job saying, the oxen were plowing and the doxen, doxen. There's doxen. (laughs) I'm so sorry. And 800 doxens. He's a wealthy man. The donkeys, the donkeys feeding beside them. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, the fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them and i alone have escaped to tell you while he was yet speaking there came another and said the chaldeans formed three groups and made a raid on the camels and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword and i alone have escaped to tell you while he was yet speaking there came another and said your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house and behold a great wind came across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young people and they are dead and i alone have escaped to tell you Uh, so what does job have nothing well he's got four servants four servants that's true yeah then they all came with terrible news yeah and what i think is interesting too some of it is at the hands of of other people some of it seems to be quote-unquote natural disasters Uh, disasters, acts Uh, of god the insurance would call it yeah well and that's even what the servant calls it fire from god an act of god right uh and and he's left with next to nothing Uh, all the things that were listed earlier in this book that that pointed to job's wealth and blessing it's it's gone can you imagine that on one day too wow that's one of those things where you say well it can't get any worse Oh, yes, it can. Yes, it can. <laughs> Not so fast, Job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, I think as we, we think about that, what would you do if you were Job? I mean, put yeah. yourself in his shoes. What would you do in that situation? Uh, you know, well, just, well, shall I read what he did? Well, let's, let's read and see what okay. Job does, because I think this is pretty remarkable. Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all of this, Job, did not sin or charge God with wrong. Yeah, yeah. So what is the very first thing that Job does? Well, he shaves his head, he falls on the ground, but then what does he do? He he worships. worships. He yeah, worships. I think that's pretty remarkable. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, David, isn't it? When when his son was ill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when the son dies, he just kind of cleans himself up and goes back to the business. And when people say, well, why aren't you grieving because your son died? Well, it's, it's what's happened. You know, and of course, David understands it's happened because David sinned. He, mm-hmm. he This mm-hmm. was the consequences of his evil, wicked act. Um, so, well, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In David's case, there's this clear word that this is the consequence of your yeah. sin, okay? Yeah. And we have that word from the prophet. Here, it, it's there's no word yeah. from God directly to Job. He's left wondering, why is this happening? Uh, but yet, he still he worships. Well, uh, and he worships because he understands that all of this had come from God, and, well... God gives, God can take away. 
Um, you know, it's the thing that I'm wrestling with now as an old man. You, you'll get there. Just give yourself a chance, young blood. And I'm realizing, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, if I get another, I'd be happy with another 20 years, but maybe not, you know. But, yeah, what can I expect? This is what I kind of knew was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah, and I guess I should be blessed that it hasn't happened now, and I'm 65. But yeah. it's, it's going to happen someday, I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be able to just say the the, the Lord the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed, Blessed be the name, name of the Lord. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what a what a statement of faith. So, so do you think? Do you think that that uh, does Job believe in a hereafter? Does he believe in a heaven? Is is that kind of expressed in this that he's thinking? Okay, I've lost my my children and everything, but they're they're with the Lord in heaven. I'll see them someday in the future. Or is that uh, assuming too much? I mean, here? I think he is someone who trusts in the Lord, who fears the Lord. Yeah. And I think, as we'll get to, again, these words of, I know my Redeemer lives, there is a trust beyond this life, I yeah. think it's safe to say, that he says that, that my Redeemer is going to appear, and at last I'll stand on the earth, and with my own eyes I'll behold him. So, I, yeah, I would be comfortable saying, yeah, he understands that there is hope beyond this okay. life. Yeah. Um. You know, and, and we'll, we'll look at that a little more with, with the Redeemer part. Um, but when we think about that, too, and when we think about, and maybe we're jumping ahead, but when you think about that Redeemer, I think you and I and our listeners are even, in that respect, even more blessed than Job. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Because we have the more full picture. We know who that Redeemer is. We know that he will indeed stand on the earth again and that we will be raised bodily and seen with our own eyes. So I think Job has this hope for for life after death, beyond this life. But we're so blessed, you and I, our listeners, to have that the full scriptures, Old and New Testament, and to be able to know who that Redeemer is and that fuller picture of what that life looks like. Yeah. All right. I, I think it's kind of interesting here that, that Job's grief here, and certainly he has to be grieving, it leads him to worship. Right. It leads him to the Lord. And, and that's my prayer for, for our listeners and, you know, for myself, too. That in times of grief and loss and death, whatever the circumstances, that that drives us to worship, that that drives us to the Lord. Because to have that grief apart from the promises of the Lord, apart from his word, that's got to be crushing. Uh, it, but, but no, Job has that word. It, it was an old German tradition, uh, Matt, that when, when a member of your family would die, uh, that the whole family would attend worship together then the next Sunday. And I think that follows this pattern because, yeah. like you said, what, what hope is there except... And, and again, I suppose that's a reminder to you and me and to all of those that are responsible for conducting worship that at some point in that worship, you better be reminding people of the fact that there is forgiveness and there is life and there is salvation. Because otherwise, why would it help to come and worship except that we get things confirmed that, yeah, things are still in the hands of God and God is a God of love who does work everything together for good, even death. Yeah, even death. Yeah. And I, I think here I ask the question, what would you do if you were Job? And maybe some of our listeners feel like they are Job. Well, there's <laughs> probably people that are now or in the past have gone through similar circumstances. Definitely, definitely. And, and maybe they haven't lost their their uh, their donkeys or their dachshunds or oxens or whatever was lost. <laughs> but maybe it is a financial loss or maybe yeah. they're struggling to make ends meet or, <clears throat> or maybe they haven't lost 10 children like Job just did, but maybe they've lost a child. Um, whatever the case is, that pain just is sharp, just is just is terrible. Um, but to still to, to go to the Lord, to take that to the Lord, uh, to take it to Him in worship. So, uh, in all of this, it says in verse twenty-two, Job did not sin or charge God with any wrong. All right, uh, but Satan's not done yet. 
No, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, like we said. I know. Can't get worse. Well, yeah, it can. It can. So if you want to uh, pick up with uh, chapter 2, verse 1. Chapter 2. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, From where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on it. So again, a reminder that the things we're talking about here are very real for us. And as we said, if, if you're having a good day, trust me, it's because the Lord is protecting you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just reminded yeah. of this spiritual battle going on um, that maybe we can't see. But even still today, that Satan prowls around like a roaring lion seeking to devour. Uh, but yet, there's still God's holy angels protecting us, watching over us, lest we dash our foot against a stone. So it's very real. To and fro, walking up and down on the earth. And, and again, a reminder why even if you haven't had problems, it's probably good if you go to worship. Because, um, well, that's what Luther says, right? Yeah. He says, if you could see the fiery arrows that the devil has yeah. on you, you'd never question your need to go to the Lord's Supper. Yes. Yeah, we need it. We need it because he isn't letting up. Uh, well, anyway, and the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Gosh, would you just quit bringing up Job, God? What are you doing? Just forget it, huh? Leave, leave well enough alone. If you were Job, no, Lord, please yeah. don't. No, just forget about it. <laughs> have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? He still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without reason. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give for his life, but stretch out your hand and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your hand. Only spare his life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, again, we go back to the original accusation that Job is only obeying the Lord, only fearing the Lord because the Lord has blessed him, right? And so God allows Satan to do all this, this dirty work, right? Everything's stripped away except Satan says, wait a second, no, he's still got his help. Yeah. If he yeah. didn't have his health, if he was in pain, if he was suffering himself, no, certainly then he would curse God. And there's a truth to that. There's a truth that when 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 I'm personally ill, that's worse than anything that might be happening to people or around me. I don't know. It's personal. Thing. Isn't it terrible? I think we're all like that. Yeah. It's it's terrible that when yeah. when we get sick, oh, then it's then it's real, and then oh, it's it's a little yeah. more urgent, and oh, yeah, it's it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's our human nature, sinful nature. Um, and certainly Satan realizes that, too, because he says, I'm going to afflict Job. Um, and the Lord, again, says, he is in your hand, only spare his life. Yeah. And, and you know, the thought just occurred to me that, that that's the point that maybe we're overlooking here, that this is all in the control of God. Satan is totally incapable of doing anything except whether your Lord allows him to do it. So if you've got problems, probably it's not Satan you need to be wrestling with. It's probably God you need to be wrestling with. Because ultimately, he's the one that's allowing all of this to take place. So he's the one you probably need to go and start talking to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go to worship the Lord. Yeah. Like there you go. And again, like we said before, all this would happen to us unless the Lord was with us. Yeah, He's know. the one guarding, defending us against the attacks of Satan and against our own sinful flesh in his grace, in his mercy, in his love. Oh, see, that's the thought that just struck me. So no, Job is actually probably one of the best men you would find on the earth at this time, and yet he's the man that is struggling more than any other. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's don't think that somehow your holiness or goodness is going to prevent this. But on the other hand, don't assume that because these problems are happening, that means that you're somehow a worse sinner than others. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or that because you're sick, it's because well, you don't have faith, or your faith isn't oh, strong enough. Yeah. That sort of idea too. Uh, we look at Job's example because God holds him up as an example of faithfulness, yeah. and even he suffers. And that's the that's the rest of the book is why why Lord that is the question why yeah. am I suffering and that's a question everyone who's listening to us that has is that exactly. asking so why is God doing this to me so what is the answer Matt well we're getting know. there all we're right. getting okay. there all right all right um, all right well, well let's see what happens to Job here so uh, we're going to do verse seven and uh, following so way, Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with loathsome sores from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took a piece of broken pottery with which to scrape himself while he sat in ashes. And his wife said to him, do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. Whoa, <laughs> man. Thanks, wife. <laughs> Why were you in that house with the kids? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, that is interesting. So of all the people that get spared, his wife is spared, and she's of no help whatsoever. Yeah. 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 So he's, he's covered with sores, the poor guy. He's scraping himself with pottery to give somewhat relief. And then what does his wife say? Just curse God and die. And his answer oh. is, you speak as one of the foolish women would speak. Now, we're not saying that about all women. <laughs> Especially not our wives. That's right. Uh, shall we receive good from God, and shall we not receive evil? And all this Job did not sin with his lips. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe there was some stuff going on inside of him, though, huh? Maybe it, within him there might have been some struggles, some questions. But no, at least outwardly he continued to confess God. He did not sin with his lips. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But curse God and die. I mean, it's it's almost, I mean, it's almost suggesting suicide. Yeah. Just get it. Oh, why if not? You, if you are suffering that bad, if you're in that much pain and that much physical torment, just end it. And, and what does Job say? Well, no way! So you're speaking as one of the foolish women would speak. Yeah. Now that's not even not even an option. No, um, death isn't an option. Taking his own life not an option, even when he's tormented like this. And 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 the, 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 not a, not just commit suicide, but to curse God and do it. Oh, that. and see that yeah. even the and, yeah. and, and that's probably even the bigger thing that it's unthinkable. No, don't even say that. Uh, and then, boy, I mean, this is, would we be able to say this only by the grace of God? Shall we receive good from God and shall we not receive evil? Yeah. So what, what, whatever we receive, just still to look to the Lord, to trust in the Lord, to go to him in prayer and to, to receive what he gives. Oh. And, and yet I'm going to suggest there's something still lacking, something that Job does not yet understand and realize. It is a remarkable faith in God that God gives and God takes away. Okay, so well, God gives us good. God can give us evil. Uh, so there is this tremendous reliance on the Lord as being the Lord God. Mm-hmm. But I'm still getting a sense that there's something that Job does not fully understand about himself and maybe his relationship to the Lord. And hopefully we'll get to that then when we continue this story uh, next week. Yeah, okay? sounds good. Yeah, please tune in again next week. I think these what Job's dealing with, we deal with similar struggles, and we certainly ask that similar question, why? Why? And that's where we're going to get to next week. We're going to meet some of Job's friends, and they're going to give him some advice as to why it's happening. They're well-intended, but boy, they, they've got some they've got wrong terrible yeah, advice. They don't understand something either, yeah. But yeah. thankfully, God chimes in at the end, and I, oh boy, I love God's response. It's pretty good. <laughs> so anyway, we will cover that next week here on Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.